0: You're listening to another ambitious Entrepreneur Network.com podcast, the voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Now, onto the show. Welcome to the Ask the Expert podcast, where you'll learn key insights, tips, and strategies from experts across the globe to help you create the life and business of your dreams. Now, let's welcome your host, Anne Marie Cross. Welcome back, everybody. This is Anne-Marie Cross, and you are on Episode 2 of Love and Money Alchemy, Design Your New Money Game with Marcella Delafay. Now, let me ask you a question. Would you like to enter into a much more loving relationship with money? Or maybe you dream about creating a new money environment, both inward and outward, according to your needs and desires? Well, Marcel, she is known as the Attraction Queen. And on today's episode, she's going to talk about why hoping that your money struggles will improve by ignoring them is not really the best way to go about it. She'll be talking about the meaning of your money game, why it's important to discover your money blocks before creating your new money game, and how easy is it for us to create new rules in our money game and so much more. But before we go and and speak with Marcel, let me just introduce her again because she is just incredible, an incredible, incredible woman, and in what she's achieved. She is an author, a mentor, a trainer, and law of attraction expert. Whose first book, "Law of Attraction Secret," quickly became a bestseller in 2005. Now she has written many other books, with her most recent book, "Dare to Be Who You Want to Be," which. All offer valuable lessons on the practical application of the universal principles of attraction and alignment in the personal and professional lives of tens of thousands of readers. Now, Marcella has now expanded her business to the English-speaking audience through the creation of her new website, Love and loveandmoneyalchemy.com. Now, through this website, Marcella helps women entrepreneurs recognize the alchemy between love and money in order to help them transform their beliefs into love so they can become a high-income magnet. Welcome to Episode 2, Marcella. Thank you, Anne-Marie. I'm really excited to be with you here today. Yeah, absolutely. We learned so much in Episode 1, and I cannot wait to delve uh, deeper into this topic (laughs) of designing our new money game. Now, for some of us listening today, one of the money habits that we may have is to ignore our money struggles. It's kind of, you know, that ostrich, the story of the ostrich, when we yeah. bury our head in the sand, it'll it'll all go away. So if we're thinking that, what, what would you say to us that just by hoping that our money struggles will go away, whether that that's a good strategy or not?
1: Well, I did it also myself <laughs> at one point in my life, and I know that's not the best way to do it. Mm. So because it, it's, it simply sounds like you're running away from seeing the truth you're running away from taking back your power. Mm-hmm. You're yielding your power to the figures that you're not seeing. So not wanting to acknowledge your money struggles is the usual behavior of your small fearing kid inside you. Okay. You know, that little kid who is there even if in our adult life. So you want... Somebody else to do it for you. That's what the kid wants to do. Mm -hmm. And so why not? You might ask the universe to help you with it, but most of the time we forget to ask the universe to help us. So the best way is to reclaim your power by getting clear on what happens with you and your money. That's really important to know what happens in your relationship with your money. For example, how come you forget to pay bills on time? Some people decide not to pay them on time. Mm -hmm. That's another question to ask yourself. Why do I do that? Yes. How come you attract money to immediately lose it, for example? I had somebody, a, a high-end client, who um, found a $100 bill on the pavement. Well, it was a $100 uh, euro bill wow. in, in, in France. And he put it in his pocket, then he forgot about it and gave the trouser to laundry shop. Mm-hmm. And when he got it back, for of course, the dollar bill was not there anymore and he was asking me how come i i created that you know Mm -hmm. so you you don't want to know how to explain it because when you try to explain it what happens is that your ego or your mental mind block it because he thinks that he needs to fix it so he, he he gives powerful attention to what he doesn't want what you don't want And he wants to fix it. And then in that case, you focus on what is not right inside of you and inside of your life. So you amplify it, you recreate it with your strong emotional attention. Mm. And that's the game we play with everything on the planet. We've been used to give attention to what's wrong in our lives and in our business. That's how the human mind has been taught to play all human games. I I call human games all these games that we've learned to play when we were very little, when we entered this incarnation life. Through the lens of limitation, so scarcity, not-enoughness, those beliefs Mm -hmm.
0: that bring us into these limitation games how often do we approach something looking at it, say, how do I fix this? Because when we say, how do I fix this? We're automatically saying that there is a problem. And when we're constantly looking at how to fix things and that there's Mm -hmm. problems at their issues, and what you're saying now and what we've said in the the, the first episode is what you put your attention and focus on is what you're going to attract. So if you're always looking for how to fix problems, guess what's going to show up for you? Problems and issues. So we, we really are creating more and more problems. Problems if we continue to to really concentrate uh, on them. And, and that's really the, the lesson that you really are sharing with us today, yes? Yes, yes. And in fact,
1: well, we have to accept that our brain is meant to look at problems. But what we want to do is use problems to be able to go to solutions. You mm. know, problems will always be there. Yes. So we, we want to accept that problems will always be there. But then as soon as we see the problem, Transmute it into the solution, you know, through our focus, through our attention. And so don't try to fix it. Just accept it by observing it and then decide to create a solution. Mm. And that's becoming a visionary, not remaining as an observer of what is, but becoming a creator, a visionary creator. Mm. And so as soon as you acknowledge, you're playing the game of the limitation, then you can choose Remember, you can reclaim your power by choosing that you want to change these rules and adjust them to your own desires, because you can decide what your rules will be from now on. You know, mm-hmm. Most people believe that because they are in this society, they have to accept the rules. Of course, you have to accept the rules like uh, don't rob somebody else, etc., but most of these rules are tacit. They're not really uh, clearly said or expressed. And you mm-hmm. want to change these rules. You want to adjust them to your own new way of thinking. And you reclaim your power by doing so. You become, again, the powerful creator that you are. And then you enter the what I call the expansion phase of the game. You know, mm-hmm. the game has two phases. The first one is limitation phase. When the universal energy decides to incarnate into our body, then it has to limitate itself, right, mm-hmm. to enter the human body. And then there is the expansion phase, which is when you are in this incarnation, you can decide at some point, That you want to expand. You don't want to stick to this limitation rule. You want to expand and become the true you, dare to be the true you. And that's the expansion phase. Mm. And it comes with a choice and then a decision. So what I would tell this person who wants to ignore uh, the struggles is a knowledge that this is happening and that it does not make you feel good. That's all. You acknowledge it and then you decide clearly in your mind what you want instead. You create a vision of what you want instead.
0: And it's such an important lesson. And, of course, we we spoke about that in uh, Episode 1 where you, you were saying, you know, we have a choice and we have to then decide what is it that we yeah. want to do? And we can, we can transmute. And and just what you're saying is rather than look through a lens of limitation, we transmute to one. We, we, we really start to, to to transmute more into the powerful creator so that mm-hmm. we can start to, to really um, ha- operate at a higher level and if, higher energy level. Go back to episode one if you want to know more about, you know, the higher energy level, because we, we talked about that. Ignoring money troubles is not the way to go. That certainly yeah, yeah. is not going to allow you to step into becoming the, the powerful creator that, uh, mm-hmm. that we are. So the term money game, for many of us, this may be the first time that we've actually heard that when we associate money with a game, it's kind of, wow. Mm-hmm. So I'd love for you to just define, what do you mean when you refer to our money game? Well,
1: you know, the money game is only one of the various human games that we learn to play as soon as we enter the human being game, you know, being mm-hmm. incarnated on this physical planet. For example, you have the relationship game, you have the health game, you have so many games that we've been used to to play uh, in our body. And so um, our incarnation for me is the entry place to the human playground, like Disney World is a playground. Mm -hmm. We are all on this human playground, which offers us several attractions where we can live various emotional and relational experiences. And we choose these attractions. We don't know we choose them uh, because most of us just choose by default. But we feel attracted to some of them more than to others. And we, we feel attracted to them according to what feels good to us. And then we feel repelled by others. For example, I don't want to go on the um, roller coaster anymore. <laughs> I've done it when I was young, but I don't want to feel these emotions right now. And because they make me feel bad. So I have a choice of going into the roller coaster emotional game, for example, or relationship game and have relationships that are high and low. that have that pattern, or I can choose a nice and easy relationship. That's different attractions I can choose from. So the purpose for me of this incarnation is experiencing joy and enjoying myself through these chosen avenues, Mm -hmm. because we have the choice. And the money game is just one of these available attractions. And we enter this game as soon as we have money to handle, for example, when we are teens. And before that, we've been already imprinted with the emotions of our parents or loved ones when they were playing this money game in their own lives, you know. Mm -hmm. And so, like, for example, at Disney World, you might have a teenager who tells his young brother what it feels like to go on the big roller coaster. It's the same with the game of money. So, we, we, we are imprinted with the emotions of other people around us when they play with money. And what happens is that most of the people learn to play a limitation game with money. Once again, it's the limitation game because the human conscious awareness is still at a level of fear with money, believing there is not enough. The banks are corrupted. Mm. (laughs) There are thieves who want my money. Somebody might take advantage of me because of my money, etc. We have so many beliefs, false beliefs about this money game. And these are the rules of the money game the overall money game Mm -hmm. so we accept the existing rules and some of them might be don't spend too much don't spend on futilities beware of people who love you because they might love you for your money (laughs) we've heard that a lot (laughs) Um, take as much money as you can because otherwise somebody else will take it you know these are rules of this limited money game, and these rules have created fear, lack of trust, envy, jealousy, blame, and even worse, a feeling of disempowerment in most of the people on the planet today. And these are the lowest emotions that lead lots of people to physical or even mental suicides, Mm -hmm. you know. And because I like to refer to the the emotional scale, it's been um, founded by Abraham Hicks and they are well known uh, in the (laughs) law of attraction world. In fact, we have an emotional scale and the very low frequency emotions repel us from what we desire. They repel money they repel or dreams or desires and very high frequency emotions like love and passion and appreciation they attract what we desire so we really want to go up on the emotional scale and, and and meet more and more of these high scale emotions today fortunately what i've noticed is that more and more people understand that the game of money can be an expansion game there are more and more millionaires, billionaires, even very young ones. So I think the new generations, they understand that we can play that game of money with an expansion mind, an expensive mind. We can all have the exact amount of money we need or we want in order to mm-hmm. be able to live the best ideal life we want to live. You know, Yeah. this is possible today maybe it was not possible because of the the level of awareness human awareness before but today it's possible and lots of people show us that it's possible
0: yeah yeah and I think, what, you know, what you're saying as a young child, when we observe um, our parents or, or loved ones in mm. the money games that they play and the beliefs and, you know, habits, and some of those habits may not be, you know, good habits, that then mm-hmm. becomes part of the rules that we just accept as young children. Yeah. We just we don't know any better. But I love the way that you're saying that then there is that possibility for expansion. There is an expansion game, and it may take one person that says There's something to us and it immediately shifts our awareness to think Wow, maybe I can achieve that too. I was just speaking to someone the other day. She thought that all coaches were were, were charging by the hour, and I think she was charging twenty five dollars an hour. And then mm. she heard someone was able to make eleven thousand dollars in a month, and that just mm. immediately shifted her awareness. In that instance, she started playing the expansion game, and I think that's what you're speaking about when we start to realize, hey, we can change the rules. I mean, how exciting yeah. is that?
1: Yeah. We feel powerful again and we are powerful at the basis. We are very powerful beings and we need to reclaim that power, Mm. that it's totally possible if we decide to create our own rules around, for example, the money game but also around other games we can really create what we want and I want to add that all these people who have imprinted us with these limiting rules, they did it for our good of Mm. course. They did it as they thought it would be the best for us, there's no limitation game there, conscious limitation game for them on us. There is no trying to take power on us. Mm. They did it
0: really truthfully and it's important to acknowledge that too. Yeah, I think so. Now, that was a great reminder. Thank you uh, for sharing that. Episode one, you spoke about the importance of discovering what our money blocks are. So, is it important for us to, to really clarify what these money blocks are first before we can create our new money game and the rules around our, our money game? Well, I think what's important
1: is to acknowledge that your current rules create blocks and a lack of money or a lack of flow, you know. Mm. Um, knowing exactly what all these money blocks are, it's again wanting to fix things, and that might block you from going further. And that—that's what's blocking most of the people from going further. So, it's not really knowing exactly which money blocks you have. It's more acknowledging that you have some, so not ignoring them, not doing as if they were not there, acknowledging that they are there and deciding from there what you want to replace them with, you know. Mm -hmm. So um, you want to know which emotions are triggered through your current rules so that you can make the decision to change or keep these emotions and so keep these rules or not around money. You see, so Mm -hmm. when you feel good about a rule, then you keep it. (laughs) If you feel bad about a rule, then you might decide to change it. That's why it's important to first acknowledge that um, these struggles are there. Otherwise, you won't reclaim your power and be able to decide to feel better. And so you'll never reclaim your creation power. Lots of people on the planet, they keep pointing their finger at what's external to them, the government, the rich people, the economy. They blame everything that is exterior to them. So they don't have to go inside of themselves and see what is there that creates what they don't want, you see? Yes. And that's why lots of people don't change. <laughs> they, they they recreate all the time what they don't want. Yeah. Just yeah. because... That don't do that work of coming inside of themselves and decide to create new rules and
0: money rules. So they can uh, change their money life for the better. I mm. love the way that you've said that when we're so determined to identify and pinpoint mm. uh, what mm. these blocks are, that that does feel very constricting. And I can see that that would be at that lower energy level. Whereas what yeah. you're saying is, no, 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 rather acknowledge, you know, acknowledge, but that acknowledgement in, in itself will then allow us in a far better way is, is to move forward and then start to, to, to change those rules so rather than identify just acknowledge that, that's just so so powerful I, I'm hearing all of these light bulbs going off you know my internal yeah. ones and I'm, I'm sure everyone else's as, as well this is just so profound and it's kind of wow is that why that was happening you know you can kind of see how things yeah. have happened in, in your life and it and in and, and how um, this information which you're sharing it can really mm-hmm. help us to, to really start to transmute I love that word as well. So, Marcela, how important is it for us to design a new money game if we really do want to attract new clients, increase our income in our life and in our business this year?
1: Well, as you might believe from what we've been talking before, it's really important. Really important if you want to reclaim your power and create a different money game for yourself and so a different business game for yourself. So, remember, we've been imprinted with the rules of the money game that existed. Uh, when we arrived on this planet. So it's a a real big bunch of money games. Mm -hmm. And if we want to play a new expensive game, we need to change these rules. And I think the new generations, they are already doing, changing these rules. We acknowledge the rules that exist, and then we decide uh, if we want to keep knocking our heads against the same limiting walls, like money scares, there is not enough for everybody. Or even now, the number of human beings is is increasing so there'll be even less money than before that's something that's rampant right now Um, you know in the uh, collective uh, subconscious and we we play the same game with any resources like water oil um, the environment in the planet etc all Mm -hmm. these scarcity games so in your business before attracting more clients you need to attract Some of them, of course, at least some of them. And then you want to attract your ideal clients, not anybody. You want to be able to decide which client you want to attract. Because if you don't specify which are your ideal clients, you'll attract people who vibrate as you vibrate in your fear of not attracting your clients, for example. Mm -hmm. So my powerful question to you, and it's a question I ask myself very regularly, do I vibrate as my ideal client? You attract what you vibrate, right? Yes. So if your ideal client for you now is a millionaire, do you vibrate as a millionaire? And not any kind of millionaire. Maybe you want a millionaire who is happy, easily happy, or a millionaire who likes you sees the value of your service so you want to really specify your ideal client if your ideal client is a successful woman entrepreneur who wants to rise to a new level of success for example is this you Mm -hmm. and if not if not yet (laughs) do you vibrate as one you know there's a game that's called do as if yes are you playing the, the as if game are you doing as if you are Here and now, that successful woman entrepreneur wants to rise. So it's very important to define how it is to vibrate here and now as a successful ideal client that you want to attract. What is the feeling of that? What are the emotions that come out of that? And you want to vibrate them more each day, even if you are not yet at that level of success you'll become your ideal blind by doing as if, and then you'll attract more of them. It's like what I I um, shared with you in the other episode about doing as if I was confident, as if I was visible, you know, mm-hmm, while yes. I was feeling invisible and not confident. And so what, what will happen is that not only your income will increase, but your level of joy also, of course, your level of power. And so, Money will come to you because your level of joy and self-love will have increased. And that's the alchemy of love and money into
0: action. Oh, I love that. Love that. So, Marcella, how easy is it for us to create new rules in our money game? And then also, how easy is it for us to to stay with these new rules, especially when we consider that we may have been playing inherited rules Mm -hmm. that have been blocking us, you know, from creating new clients, new income, opportunities. So, I'd love for you to spend some time answering that if you could. Yes, of course. In fact, it's very easy to create new rules around
1: your money game as soon as you know that you have some that you have money rules that are not serving you so you acknowledge them first and then you decide which rules you want to put in place and then sticking to these rules can be very easy too if you have the right intention and if you have the intention of feeling good no matter what so no matter what happens outside of you in your relationship, in your money, um, in your business, etc., in the economy, the the governmental rules, if you decide that feeling better is of the utmost importance for you, then any rule sticks. It's as simple as that. Mm -hmm. Why? Because you play the game for the joy of it. You're not using these rules to get more money, to get more clients. Of course, that's your further intention, but your first intention is to feel better. And so feeling better gives you joy and joy attracts money, attracts new clients, attracts opportunities. And you choose a new attraction in the park Mm -hmm. because you want to experience joy through it. Deciding on new rules, new money rules is deciding on the new attraction you want to go on from now on and so you'll experience joy you'll experience love for yourself maybe the thrill of speed because suddenly you have an avalanche of uh, Mm -hmm. clients and money coming in you experience the feeling of freedom maybe for some for me for example i'm i'm feeling all these feelings plus peacefulness easiness fluidity you know Mm -hmm. and that's wonderful these are wonderful feelings to feel So it's easy to stick to your new rules just by developing a loving relationship with money and with yourself. Mm. And you do that day by day. You develop your money muscle, as we've already discussed, by transmuting your emotional reactions to money matters to, you know, even if you have a client dropping out of your program, your decision to react this way or that way will influence the way you attract a new client of course Mm -hmm. See, if you decide to react by saying, oh, gosh, it's always my fault. Why does it happen to me, etc." You're feeling very low frequency emotions. So you repel the money or the new client. If you react by choosing to say, wow, isn't it fascinating that I created that client dropping out <laughs> mm-hmm. and isn't it maybe because there is a better client waiting in the line, you know? Even if this one is not yet visible, if you decide to react that way, then you are feeling good. Then you are attracting more clients and more money. And it's always a choice. It's always a decision. I love it. It sounds like there's just no limits. There's no limit. Mm. The expansion game of money is infinite. There's really no limit to it. And that's so powerful.
0: I know in the work that you do with clients is uh, there are a number of key steps that we need to take to design our new money game. And I was wondering, are you able to share one of these steps with us to get us started? Well, I already
1: spoke a little bit about it, but here is very practically how you can transform so the first step transform inherited rules that are limiting you into new uplifting and empowering ru- right. rules just make a list of the rules you unconsciously respect or follow around money and you might say well if they are unconscious i cannot know them <laughs> but you you'll see them appear during the days after you've been listening to this podcast because you know our soul creates the situation to help us develop ourselves so you'll be astonished to see that new situation will help you you say, oh, wow, that's a beautiful rules. I don't want to uh, respect anymore. I want yes. to change it. Mm-hmm. So, for exa- example, you have some people who have agreed on inherited rules like do not buy at an airport. That's one of the rules of my parents. You know, okay. do not buy at mm-hmm. an airport or at a touristic place because, of course, everything is more expensive than elsewhere. Yes. <laughs> don't buy luxury things. Only what is useful or I can only indulge in buying something because I had this success, you know, yes. or I have to lend money to family members. I had somebody who, who was totally broke because she was always lending money to family members. They believed she she had lots of money and so suddenly she was in debt because of that mm-hmm. belief. Another rule, clients are king. (laughs) That's a a rule that's awful. It's really um, disempowering. Mm -hmm. So write, note 15 to 20 rules that you've inherited and that you unconsciously continue to accept. And then ask yourself, is this rule uplifting for me and my business? Does it make me feel good? That's that's what you, you want to ask yourself. Does it make me feel good? And then you decide what to do with it. If it feels good, keep it. If it doesn't feel good, transmute it. Okay? Mm -hmm. And then you want to thank the rule and the belief. Because you developed it because it helped you at some point. But now it doesn't serve you anymore. And so you decide to transmute it by choosing a new rule that supports your new self. Mm. You know? And when you've written your old rules, you can just replace some words and keep the same sentence but just deciding on the new rule you want to.
0: From now on. I love that practical rule, and I think it's one where we really start to gain an awareness of the things yeah. that we say to ourselves, you know, in our thoughts that happen often in a flash of a thought, you know, that we don't yeah. even recognize it consciously. We become more conscious of it now. And I love the way that even this inherited rule may have been holding us back if, 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 from, you know, achieving our dreams and, and our goals. By looking at it this way, we can then mm-hmm. decide decide do we want to keep it or do we want to transmute it and by thanking that rule and belief and then changing it to one that we want to create the new rule much more empowering rule that really is going to help us to to change to change those rules to ones that is far more empowering and far more operating at the higher energy levels you know the energy levels that you were talking about before.
1: Yeah, and it's important to make peace with the old rule because otherwise you bring it to you you bring it with you. Yes. <laughs> alongside with the new one. If if you don't make peace with the old rule saying, Okay, I've believed that for a while and that was okay for me at that time, but today I don't want to believe that anymore. And I make the choice to change my belief. Mm-hmm. And so you release the old belief peacefully, with no Judgment about the person you inherited it from, or, you know,
0: just making peace and letting it go. Yeah, yeah. So, so very important. A, a great reminder. Now, I know you have your Love and Money Alchemy Kit, which you're going to offer today as a gift. Um, Before we share how people can access the kit, can you talk a little bit about the third lesson, becoming a money attractor? How can we become a money attractor? Well, you become a money attractor whenever you
1: are or you do or you have something that feels good to you. Mm -hmm. It's as simple as that. Remember the, the emotional scale. You want to feel good because feeling good is very high on a high frequency and next to love and next to abundance so that's the muscle I was speaking about earlier you want to develop well-being in all areas of your life and mostly in your money game of course because it's the alchemy between love and money that we're speaking about today and you do that through focusing on whatever you love and appreciate in your days Mm -hmm. you focus on what you loved about your past also Most of the people, they remember horrible things from the past. That doesn't serve you. (laughs) You want to remember what you appreciate from your past and forget about the rest. And you want to anticipate the best for the future, not fearing for the worst. You want to anticipate the best. That's how you build that muscle of well-being. And if you do that, you'll become the most powerful attractor, so money attractor, also money magnet in the world. And I would say that the easiest way of reaching this new level of what I call beingness, your Mm -hmm. essence of being, is to learn to love yourself. You see the alchemy between love and money. Once again, you want to love yourself as much as possible each day, each minute, each second. Mm -hmm. Remember, love and money are one and the same thing. Money comes through love and love yourself, loving yourself, loving the people you appreciate, loving money, appreciating money, will help money to appreciate in your life. Yes. <laughs> it's, yes. You know, it's a, it's a good equation. And everything will come to you easily and effortlessly that way. Mm. And then you'll enter into that beautiful, loving relationship with money continuously. And you'll create a new money environment for yourself and for your, your family also. Because your children will see you as a role model in their money game too, you know, in your money game and in their money game. And that's how we create a new world with new rules, new money rules, new relationship rules based on expansion and not limitation anymore.
0: I love the the two words that you've used: appreciate and anticipate. And we, mm-hmm. when we enter, you know, appreciate and anticipate joy, happiness, and this incredible um, self love. You know, and everything that you've described, I can see how we really can start to vibrate at that that such that higher energy level. And as we've said, mm-hmm. you know, in the previous show and in this show what you concentrate on what you focus on you create and uh oh, let's yeah. let's focus on on what we want to create which is appreciation anticipation of all the good things to uh, to come and the, the best for your future or for our future so that's uh, such an important message so we've covered even more life-changing information about love and money alchemy in this show as well can we get a little bit of a hint about what you're going to be talking about in the next episode yeah sure (laughs) so in the next one i'll explain to
1: you how to define your big why Mm -hmm. and deciding what is most important for you really really important step and then you learn why it is important to create your big vision based on your strengths and on your values and how to play games with money and see money as your best friend really really
0: Yeah, I just cannot wait to, to learn more about that because I know how important it is to define, you know, our our big why so that we can get more clients, more income, more savings in our bank account. And of course, uh, attracting way more exciting opportunities. So in the meantime, remember to access Marcella's Love and Money Alchemy Kit at www.loveandmoneyalchemy.com forward slash free then a hyphen gift. So loveandmoneyalchemy.com forward slash free hyphen gift. We'll also put a link on the show notes so you can click through directly on that. And remember to listen out for episode three where Marcella is going to be talking about how we can define our big why. And of course, if you've only just tuned in to, to this episode two, I really do encourage you to go back and listen to episode one if you haven't already. And that is where we talked about love and money alchemy, discover your money block so go and listen to that show if you haven't done so already and if you have go and listen to it again because it's got incredible information and, and I'm sure if you listen to it again you'll have even more ahas and really continue to, to work the muscle which is something that Marcella has been talking about in, in both of these episodes once again Marcella thank you so much for sharing your brilliance with us yet another lot of insights we've got a practical exercise that we can do about uh, you know recognizing our inherited rules and then of course the steps that we need Need to take to transmute that into something that is a new rule that's going to support our, our new selves as well. Thank
1: you, and Maria. It was my big pleasure because you know I had some light like bells also. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. When, when we exchange like that, I get some ahas and new new
0: insights. So it's yeah. beautiful co-creation dance. It yeah, certainly I really is. It. I cannot wait to uh, to connect with you and co-create in the next episode uh, as we talk about love and money and. Our big why. You've been listening to Ask the Expert Podcast. Are you an expert with a message to share with other ambitious entrepreneurs? To be considered for one of our featured guest spots on an upcoming expert podcast series, go to AskTheExpertPodcast.com.